What's barking? Welcome to the Fit Dog Culture Podcast. You found the dog-friendliest fitness community on the web. I'm Ashley. And I'm Amy. And we are so excited to be talking to you, dear listener, because you are our people, because you're not really people people, you're dog people. Yes. So that makes you our people. Exactly. And let's get into the show. Today we're talking about dog moms versus human moms and what's the difference and who's angry about it. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, like if you're a dog mom, can you really be called a mom? And I'm excited to have this conversation with you, Amy, because you are a mommy of four. Yes. (laughs) And I'm a mommy of four, but they break down into two cats and two dogs. Yeah, different species, but that's... Yeah. yeah. (laughs) Same amount of kids. Yeah. So where do we get started here? Can you call yourself a mom if you're a dog owner? Right, right. And it's interesting for me because I actually had dogs before I had human children. So, you know, I started out feeling kind of motherly, caregiving to those dogs before I had human children. And I think having both changes it. Like, if you just have kids or if you just have dogs or if you have both... It's like every relationship you have is a different dynamic, you know? Right. I can see that. So, like, in the beginning, like, for me, I only have dogs. I don't have humans. Mm -hmm. And they are my world. Right. Like, I wake up in the morning. Ella gets her medication. Vader and Leia gets walks. Um, Those are my dogs and my cats. But it's a lot of responsibility. And I think that's where people really see the similarities because you're taking so much care. Right. You're spending so much money, so much time, <laughs> yeah. that it kind of sounds like the same. Is it the same? I mean, I, I think a lot of it can be, and I think it's different for each person. You know, some people have kids, and then their dogs are like, they're working animals kind of yeah. thing. You know, like, not back burner, but you kind of do have a rank for each thing in, you know, each creature in your household. Right. You know, without even thinking about it, I think we go, who's priority here? I mean, I really do love the dogs a little bit more than the cats. See, and <laughs> we, you know, we'd still take care of them just right, as well. Right, exactly. But you still... That sounds <laughs> you terrible favorite, to say. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> but with the dogs, I could just have more experiences with, so I, I guess that really nurtures that relationship. And I, I think... To some degree, I mean, some people might argue, but dogs take more care. And I really do think that, not to sound like a martyr, but I think (laughs) a lot of being a mother is sacrifice, right? Mm -hmm. It's a lot about sacrifice. Time, money, yeah, all those things. But nurturing equals sacrifice. A lot of the times you're taking care of them when you could be getting your nails done. Yes. (laughs) We don't get our nails done because we can't afford them. We'll take care of our kids and our animals. Not at all when you have pet insurance and, you know, everything else that comes along with them. Yeah. So let's see. This is where I think the line really gets drawn. Should you dress your dogs up? (laughs) Well, that's the thing. It's like I don't call myself a dog mom because... The people that make us cringe, no offense, because you're allowed to do what you want to do with your dogs, but are the people who don't treat the dog like a dog. Mm. When you and what is it that, like to treat a dog like a dog? Uh, um, allowing them to be the species that they are, like, 
exercising them. Yeah. Uh, having a pack mentality with them. Mm -hmm. You know, leadership roles. It's Training. a little bit different. Yeah. A little bit different than humans are. Although the people who treat their dogs like human babies probably <laughs> treat their human babies in a way that's Gosh, they must be too. mothers. <laughs> yeah. I, I, you know, if a dog is disabled, I think it's okay yeah, for, like, a stroller. Different. But yeah. otherwise, when I see, like, just really adorable Yorkies right. in a stroller, yeah. I kind of worry that they've gotten lost in because, a different world. Because having, you know, ten different outfits for your dog doesn't make you a good owner. Right. Or mom, or it whatever you want to call it. you're a good consumer. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and I I am a super dog mom, I would say. Like, from sunup to sundown, Leia and Vader are my world. I'm walking them. I'm feeding them. They do have clothes. <laughs> they have probably, like, both about two jackets, two pair of boots. So, and... so more clothes than my kids do. Yeah. <laughs> Just kidding. <laughs> yeah, you know, I, I think they should... When they go on sale, I just can't resist them anyway. <laughs> they are very cute. Yeah. <laughs> I don't think there's anything wrong with that. I think it's when uh, you're not taking care of their um, the needs of the species, you know? If you're not exercising them and you're not training them and you're not working with them and allowing them to be a dog. Because, you know, Fluffy given the chance, is going to take off and roll in a cow patty or eat a rotten rabbit that's on the side of the road. Yeah. Even if you dress her in a pink tutu. <laughs> right, exactly. <laughs> so She's her still instincts a dog. are still there, you know, <laughs> no matter what you put her in. So I think that's where, like, the cringing comes in is not... Well, there's probably part of its personal feelings. Right. Which we're all allowed to have, you know. <laughs> and that's a part of it, too, because where there is kind of the overly dramatic dog mom mm -hmm. who's just dressing up fluffy for Instagram, there are also people who can't have children of their own. Right. So these animals have come to be something completely different for yeah. them. Yeah, they mean, like, in that person's heart and mind they mean just as much and you right. can't you can't say how much this person loves whatever it is whether it's a kid or a dog you can't say that's not real motherhood right because you didn't grow it in your body because what about adoption you know human exactly. human adoption right yeah very then, similar yeah fostering kids right also the same one thing that i always like i don't know it's kind of eye-opening to me as i always see different sides of an argument and I always look at the person who's so angry and I just go why is all that anger there mm -hmm. and and who are you to say like what's your point okay so you prove me not mu as much of a mom because my dog is a different or my child is a different species right what does that do for you does that make you feel better about yourself exactly. <laughs> I saw an article um I forget the name of it now and I don't even want to shout it out because I think it was just rude but um, the parent of a human is just talking about unless you, your ovaries <laughs> grow fur and a tail, then you're not a mom, you know? And I can see just a lot of people put a lot of time and energy into their dogs, especially yeah. when we talk about what they really need, fitness, paying attention to their diet, mm -hmm. all those caregiver nurturing components of a mom mm -hmm. and to the person that's like really pissed off that someone said they're a dog mom sure. it's like 
To each his own. I know. I still is your get, family happy? I still don't get why is it? What is that doing to you that they yeah. call their their dog um their child? Because is it hurting you? No. Right. Is their dog getting food before your child gets food? Right. Exactly. Or getting on the lifeboat before your child? Yeah. It's gets just on the, the vision. It's the typical like I'm a stay at home mom versus a work mom. Like you were saying, another way to divide women. It yeah. seems like like why why do we need why more? Do we need, ways to hate each other. Do we not have a plethora of things already? (laughs) I know. Well, I think it's awesome that we've already kind of touched on fitness because that's something that, that's the reason why we started this podcast. Because that's what we talk about. Yeah. So for the dog moms, responsible dog moms, what would you say is the number one way to just pay attention to your dog's fitness, making that a priority in their lives? Well, I think making it a habit. Right? Like anything. <laughs> Which is the hardest thing, right? Is the habit. And I don't know. We've talked about, like, you're like me. We put things on our phones if we have to. Alarms, Set a timer. Timers. Yeah. But especially if you don't have a yard. So you have an apartment. And I have a yard without a fence. So it's like, it's just what you do. You right. walk the dog after you take your first no half, matter how half tired cup of coffee. You, you know? Yeah. <laughs> you drink your coffee while you walk the dog. Yeah. You put the baby on your chest. Well, you know, yeah. you go, that's what if I If it's did. dark, you bring out the headlight. Right, but, right. Yeah. <laughs> but you make sure it happens because they need it. Like, if you can't see that, then you're not being a good pet owner or pet mom or whatever you want to yeah. call it. Right. So, I don't know. It's easy. It's easy to push it away and get into the bad habit of not doing it. I understand that too, mm-hmm. you know. Because you have so many other things on sure. your list. Yeah. You're like, I have to take the kids to piano practice right. or I'm homeschooling or whatever. Yeah. And, and it's the easy dog... to justify anything you're doing. Right. So if you completely, objectively look back, you know that it's important for your dog to be eating exercise. And finding something that's fun for, you know, both of you. Walking is easy. Yeah. Walking so is great. Important. Fetch, tug. You can play with mm-hmm. a bunch of different options there. What would you say, because Amy is a dog trainer, and that is why I'm pitching these questions to her, because she knows this way oh, more gosh. than I do. <laughs> You're making me nervous. <laughs> How do you strike that dog responsibility, dog mom, pet parent, whatever, that responsibility of making sure they get the exercise they need, and if you have children? Sure. Well, it's kind of how I do it for my own fitness. It's non-negotiable. So, you know what? There's days where emergencies happen or, like, toilets explode. And those times are okay to be like, (laughs) I'm just going to throw the ball against the wall (laughs) for five minutes and we'll call it good. Yeah. But other than that, you just do it. You just make it happen. You know, you put out your list and you're like, I don't care that it's 9.45 p.m., um, I'll make my husband watch the kids, and I'll just run around the block a couple of times yeah. with the dog. You know, it doesn't matter. It has to get it done. It has to get done. It's it's like eating. Yeah. <laughs> You're not going to miss eating. Right. I mean, not for too long. <laughs> <laughs> it must happen. Yeah, I at love some it. point. What's been super helpful for us, um, my husband and I, with exercising the dogs, is the fitness tracker. Yeah. Because they is set by their breed. So for Leia and Vader, they're about 85 minutes per day they need. Okay. So more after the morning walk, I check it. Where are they? Yeah. Midday, you know, after I've been working for a while, where are they? Take them for a walk. 
And then at night, if they still have 30 minutes left, that means I got to strap on my boots and make sure they get those mm-hmm. last 30 mm-hmm. minutes. Nice. So that's my yeah. accountability. Yeah. Does it remind you if you... No, it doesn't. Okay. You have to check in. So yeah. it's become habit. Sure. You yeah. know, it's yeah. like, just like with my own fitness, mm-hmm. I know that I would like to run about 15, 20 miles a week. Where are the dogs? Right, right. Well, and then another thing too, because I'm not, I'm not wanting to get on here and just like fire and brimstone people like you're a bad pet mom because you don't get X amount of miles a right. week. Right. So start small, right? Wouldn't you right. say that's like... Definitely. You know, if you got I would five say t- minutes to start with, it's better than no minutes. Yeah. Any exercise is better than no exercise. But if we're being realistic here, like just for the dog's health, at least two 20-minute walks mm-hmm. a day. Right, right. And that's what we were doing more with, you know, like our senior dog was mm-hmm. getting about that much. Yeah. Because that's all she really needed. Right. But you um, want to work up from a base like that right. for real fitness. Yeah, yeah. And if it's something... I don't know if you're a type A kind of person. Like for me, it's just going to weigh on you until you're doing it. Oh, yeah. But sometimes it is start hard to start a new habit. So you got to kind of reward yourself for anything, like at the beginning, until it becomes more of a habit and you're able to get more miles in or whatever activity yeah. you're doing. Not necessarily reward yourself by you know, going out for drinks or whatever, but right. any little thing you can do to reward anything yourself. Anything you to do keep with your habit. dog, yeah. Even just like. Patting yourself on the back. Hey, we, you know, we went for a one mile trek today. Yeah. That's awesome. Yay. Yeah. That's better than yesterday. <laughs> that whatever, is. You know? Yeah. And I, I would add to that to just listen to your dog. I find that more times than not, my dogs are ready to go. Yeah. You know, they're laying by the door, they're <laughs> yeah. whining, they're pacing, some, some indicator to tell me that they're ready to go. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And I think it's just unfair to go throughout your day and know that your dog needs more yeah. and not do that. I would say that's an irresponsible dog mom. Right. Start where you can. And then can. just being pissed at them for, you know, chewing the chewing things, the digging wall. at things yeah. or barking or, you know, just oh, yeah. causing havoc, you know. It's just like, you what is wrong mad. with you? Oh, what's wrong with me? I haven't gotten any of that energy Yeah, yet. I'm made to run. Yeah. <laughs> Okay, Amy, so we kind of veered off there, and that was fun. (laughs) But I wanted to talk more about having dogs and then having children. So, like, you had a dog in the beginning, Mm -hmm. and you nurtured and loved. You were a total dog mom, even if you didn't call yourself a dog mom. And then the babies came along. How did that relationship change? Sure. Um... Like, in some ways, it did change, because you do go, without consciously thinking, you do go, obviously, this baby, if it came down to one drowning, you have to save your human baby. In your mind, you just make those decisions, you know? Like you said, dogs and cats, even, you know, or whatever it is. You might have a favorite cat, even without thinking about it, I think, for me, just because they are human. They're humans. Right. And we are humans, and and they are... um, it's different. But at the same time, I don't know. I didn't it didn't lessen my love for my dogs, you know? And you still were responsible for I their still exercise. Was, and I've, in some ways it made me a better pet owner. Hmm. How would you say that? Because people do say get the dog first. Right. You know, when you right. meet the guy, <laughs> raise a dog together and that will help you be a good parent, you know? I don't 
know. I mean, I, I think I've just been getting better with age, like <laughs> wine, but <laughs> I think my habits have gotten better. I think it's made me more tenacious and stubborn about things like we're getting a walk today, you know? Right. I, I feel like I'm, I made better habits happen. Um... I don't know, maybe more compassion, just a little bit more, a little more. I'm sure all of those things <laughs> yeah, transfer. I know, and it's hard, it's kind of hard to explain it, but I think becoming a mom, not that this is exactly what it's about, but even with a pet, when you adopt an animal or you become a mom, you get that puppy, you have the baby, it kind of opens up this whole new world that right. maybe wasn't there before, Right. you know, and you're... You are more sacrificing, and you appreciate your mom way more, way more than you ever did. You're like, oh my gosh, my mom had to do this. You had to put up with all this stuff, and you had to pick up a lot of shit. And she never complained or whatever, yeah. you know, at least not to me. Right. <laughs> and it's just kind of crazy, but I think you do. You become more of a servitude, mm, you know? I love that. And less, less impatient, maybe, with mm -hmm. my dog. I mean, of course, still sometimes you're like. But te dogs do teach you, teach you a patience. lot of patience. Sure, yeah. If yeah. you're listening and uh -huh. paying attention to them, right? You know? Yes, if you're responding and <laughs> yeah, being a good dog owner or mom. Um, and in some ways, <laughs> I was thinking about this because my house is full of boys, and my recently passed away dog. Um, I'd had her since I was 16. You know, so in some ways they. Animals are different because you get to keep them their whole lives. You're not raising them to grow up into their own beings. Right. I mean, you are raising them, but they can stay with you. Right. So, towards and if the you're end fortunate, there, they outlive you. Yeah, yeah. Well, it depends. But as, as you get into senior dog age, you know, they almost become more of a part of you. An extension of you. So, you know, our house full of crazy boys, you know, tumbling and rolling on the ground or whatever. And there would be so many moments that, you know, my older dog, only other girl in the house, and we just, like, make eye contact, and it's like, right? Right? You see <laughs> you what's see going that? on? You know, like, the only girls and the only adults, it feels like, yeah. in the house. and like, Oh, that's special. In some ways, you know, you feel like you connect with them almost in a more personal way, in a different way. It's just yeah. different. Maybe mm -hmm. not closer, not more love, right? Right. You can yeah, give how do you whole, measure that? You can give your whole heart to multiple things. Oh, so. that's so special because so, I've yeah. never had a senior dog. Mm -hmm. I've never it, seen... It's so fun. Yeah, my and, dogs to the And hard. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Yeah, that's special. But I totally get the connection because Leia is... Man, my biggest challenge. <laughs> but that's what makes her like the most rewarding. It right? does because why... when she when she grows to a new level, like when we first got her, she was obsessed with her crate. She would not leave her crate. She would run away from you. She was afraid of wind, grass, loud noise, fast movement. And so my strategy for helping her work through that was just to socialize her like crazy. Mm -hmm. And it kind of works because we own the dog walking company. So yeah. I would just take her to every That's dog awesome. client. And this is two years later. She's just... Blossoming. She's blossoming. That's so you wonderful. Know, like, and isn't it crazy though? Like the things that challenge you the most and make you want to pull your hair out. 
can be the most rewarding. Of and course. it makes you love them more. And I've put in a lot of work with right. her. Right, <laughs> and then when you see the effort, yeah. it's just like your heart bursts. It does. It's the same with the humans, you know, like Rocky and I, my almost four-year-old, we're starting the homeschooling, and like we typically butt heads because we're both so stubborn. But like when I'm putting in the work with the homeschooling and we have a good day, mm-hmm. I'm like, oh my goodness, this is making our relationship so much oh, better. Nice. And that is the same as with your dogs. Yes, when you are is. exercising them and you're working with them, your relationship's stronger. And you are more of a mom. Too. You are. You're more of a dog mom. And, and compared to, like, I can see where people are like, no, that's not your kid when you're leaving your dog in the y- backyard all yeah, day and calling that exercise. Yeah. yeah. We were talking about the... The uh, yard potatoes. Yeah. You know? Chain them up to the doghouse. Or, or they have crate. a yard, yeah. you know, mm-hmm. kind of a thing. Oh, I totally I dislike Which, that. Which, <laughs> this sounds bad, but like on one hand, I'm glad my yard wasn't fenced. Right. Because that could have been more of an excuse, especially with a newborn. Right. You know, to be like, she's got her yard, she's old. Mm-hmm. But because That's my yard enough. wasn't fenced, I had to walk her. And yeah. that sometimes it's kind of nice to take away your excuses mm-hmm. in some ways. So like, not that you would have had excuses, but living in an apartment, you have to walk your uh, house. Absolutely. So mm-hmm. it's kind of nice. <laughs> this is the same thing I always think of. So I enjoy an adult beverage here and there, but when I, I'm pregnant, it's almost nice to be like, no, I can't, I'm pregnant. You know what I mean? Like yeah. you can't, you can't give you the don't excuse of having yeah. a yard. Mm-hmm. You have to walk. And, yeah. it, and then once you're out there, you love it so much. You right? do. It's a blast. It's amazing. Yeah. And it makes your day so much better. <laughs> you know, going back to if the dogs have 30 minutes left on their, their activity right. for the day, and I'm tired, I'm exhausted, oh, know. you know, <sighs> but I put on my boots and I get out there, and it's just something that happens when you're exercising sure. with your dog. <laughs> you get you the... just You catch their energy, and you're like, right. oh, my God. This is so wonderful. You have all your best thoughts. <laughs> Plus, you get those, um, is it the drugs from doing the right thing oh. that would go into your brain? And It's not endorphins. It is endorphins. Is yeah. Okay, well, you know, from doing the right thing and right. you're like, oh, man, I can go to bed feeling so good about yeah, myself exactly. or whatever. Yeah. And just to give you all a little background there, um, we were talking about, Amy and I both walk dogs and we see a lot of dogs, sometimes the same dogs, depending on our route in our neighborhoods that are just in the backyard Mm -hmm. all the time. Mm -hmm. They're obese, like obviously obese. And we know that that's an issue because... 56% 56% of dogs in America oh, man. So are obese. Yeah, you know? it's more normal than not. Most yeah. people think your dog's too skinny if oh. it's fit. <laughs> and they think it's cute when they're fat. I know. <laughs> but, um. you know, we're huge advocates, and you'll hear a lot of this on the podcast about not just leaving the dogs in the backyard, but being more responsible mm-hmm. for their exercise and making sure that they get enough exercise for their breed. Right, right. Yeah, it's not just a special occasion. Yeah, exactly. And, you know, when we moved into this apartment, we were like, fuck, we got to move. We don't have a yard. We got two dogs, you know. (laughs) And we would complain about it all the time, like, we would even make bargains. Johnny, if if you um, walk the dogs, I'll cook the dinner for tonight, you know. <laughs> right. Or I'll give you a foot rub if you walk yeah, the dogs. Yeah. But I love that it happened that way because it opened my eyes to what they need. Right. So, yeah. like, for us, they, they do about six or seven miles a day. That's amazing. 
Yeah. <laughs> I got to lace up my boots, go right. down the stairs, yeah. and take them for I mean, a it's hike. amazing for you, too. You know, yeah. most humans don't get... A quarter of that. Exactly. So, I mean, they're couch potatoes and the dogs are yard potatoes. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) And we just want to break that cycle. And it's so important for both of us, us, the dogs and and the people. Yeah. To body, soul, and mind. Get moving. I know. (laughs) We're in this fitness thing together. Right. And that's part. So many people get dogs to keep them active. But I think. They think it's going to be easier than that sometimes, mm-hmm. you know. It takes a lot of training you to get the right to dog to walk habit. with you. You yeah. still have to get off the couch. And we're not trying to make anybody feel horrible about themselves because it really is. It, it's about habits. And when a body in motion stays in motion. Yes. So the more you do it, the more you like it, you're not a piece of shit for sitting on the couch. Yeah, <laughs> you know? exactly. Like, we've all been there. <laughs> but we want to motivate you to keep yeah, going. That yeah, is definitely just, the purpose of right, this podcast. Right, we want our, like, excitement and love for working out with our dogs to rub off on people. Yeah. So... So you got your accountability buddies. Yeah. We want to hear from you. Do you call yourself a dog mom? Right. Have you ever incidents or... I don't know, people make you feel bad or weird for calling yourself a dog mom? Or are you kind of like me? I call myself a pet owner because I do cringe a little bit inside. But only because of the people who make it weird. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> who put their dogs in tutus. Yeah, exactly. If you put your dog in a tutu before, we... <laughs> I'm not going to hate you. <laughs> I don't hate you. I I'm might just curious you, why. Like, kind of it. <laughs> but, yeah. I mean, if you're taking care of your dog, that's what, that's that's what, what matters. That's what matters, right? And... And, again, with the question of, like, why is it so important to you to put someone down for calling themselves a dog mom? Like, and then, so what? You win on the internet. All the comments are like, yep, you, you won the vote. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> You're not a mom unless you pushed it out. Yeah. All the judgment. <laughs> because that happens, like you said, enough with human moms alone. Like, you're not a mom if you had a cesarean or, yeah. you know, you're not a mom. And then there's so much pressure to be a mom. Like, right. I don't know if yeah. it was like that for you, but as soon as we got married, mm. family's like, when's, <laughs> when's the baby coming? <laughs> I'm like, we're full over here. We got yeah, two cats and it two dogs. makes you not want to. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> Leave us alone and we might someday. Maybe. <laughs> if you would like to be featured on the podcast or have any feedback for us or stories, we'd love to hear from you. And we have an Instagram. Yes, you can find us at fit.culture on Instagram. We can't wait to hear from you. Thank you for listening to the first episode. Mm-hmm.